Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Praise God for that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the wonderful teaching yesterday, for the revelations that you opened our eyes to, for the things we learned out of your word. We thank you, Father, for the anointed worship. We thank you for all those doors that you opened into our lives, into our destiny. And you go with us, you go before us to flatten that ground, to break open those gates, to cut down those iron bars that have blocked our destiny so far. And you give us the ability to speak your word. And we reflect on the spiritual laws that you give us, Lord, concerning that word. So that when we speak it with that understanding, that is backed by your wisdom, signed by your integrity, your name, it must come to pass when we release our faith. And we thank you, Father. We thank you that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts every time we come to you. So that no matter the burden, there is that lightness that is brought into our spirit. There is that peace that you pour into our lives. We have seen that in our, seen that in our testimonies as well yesterday. We're just by chanting the, your praise. Hallelujah. A peace and a calm can be brought only not on us, but through our environment into others that are with us as well. That same peace and that same joy, Lord, that you pour into our hearts every single time and this morning as well. We want to share it with all those that are part of this praying family, this prayer meeting, with all those for whom praise have been requested on this group. We share it with all those that are Christians and do not yet know you personally and all those that do not want to know you. That their hearts be quickened, their eyes be opened, every veil before their eye be torn down. That the glory of your truth be revealed and that truth sets them free. In the name of Jesus. And so as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we call on your name with the revelation and understanding that everyone that calls on your name will not end up in shame but shall be delivered. This is what your word says in Joel 2.27 and reiterated in Romans 10 as well. We stand on that promise, that word, Lord. And we use our spiritual intelligence to call on your name as we recall every petition that we raise this day. The name of our maker, our creator, the one who is ever faithful, the one who is the preserver of men and will not let us be lost into the outer darkness. The one whose hand is not short to redeem. The one who is the Lord of Lords, the Elohim, Adonai, the King of Kings. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one who holds the key of David 
so that the doors that he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. And he says to us, I give you the keys to the kingdom. He has given us that ability to open and shut those doors. He is the bridge to the Father, the way, the truth and the life, the Lord who heals, the Lion of Judah, the rock upon which we build our faith and our church. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the one who makes all of that real to us, the one who quickens us in our spirit and gives life to our mortal body so that we are no longer living in the flesh and so susceptible and vulnerable to sin. But we are strengthened in the spirit so that the flesh is ruled by the spirit. And when that spirit is quickened in with him, then our lives are aligned to the will, to the culture, and to all that the king stands for. Our lives are brought into the kingdom kind of life. And when we pray, we pray with that kingdom mindset. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your spirit in your son. And you make your word real and alive to us. So that that word does not just become flesh and dwell among us, but it dwells within us. And when that word dwells within us, that is when that seed starts to germinate. The seed of your word. The laws that we have been reflecting on in these last few days. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies so that when you are our shepherd, we shall lack nothing, but we shall abound in every revelation, in every spiritual resource, in every spiritual strength and authority, understanding and knowing who we are and then speaking out that authority, knowing that whatever we have then spoken must come to pass. We thank you, Lord, you have blessed us with the angels whom you have given charge over us to watch over us and protect us and to do all that we command them to do in the name of Jesus. And you have also blessed us with destiny help us, people that you have planted in our lives so that in the times of our challenges, when our hands have fallen short, they are the extension of your hands so that when we authorize you through our prayer, they are activated and they step forward to fulfill the role that they have been given to shape the destiny, to shape the lives and to bless those that your favor now exists upon. We thank you, Father, that you have given us the gift of your word. Where when we talk about the kingdom, and kingdom principles. You make those principles, those gems of truth revealed to us through your word. So that when we understand them and when we approach our prayer life with that mindset, when we take on that nature, we live the kingdom life that Jesus lived. And that life only equates to abundance and to dominion, that which Jesus lived, which Adam failed to live, but Jesus showed us where it needed to be corrected so that the glory could be restored. And that glory spells dominion for us, for mankind here on earth.
so that no spirits of wickedness can have any power or any place in us, just as your word says. We thank you, Father. We thank you for this life. We thank you that we are safe, that we are healthy, that we are held, that you are healthy, that we are well, that you have blessed us with food on our table. You have blessed us with shelter over our heads, especially when the weather gets rough. We thank you that you have blessed us with family and with friends, people who are representatives of your love in our lives. And that love is unconditional most of the time. We thank you, Lord, that we see you in them. Open our eyes to see you more around us in everything and in every person. So that when we love you, Lord, that same love is reflected to everyone around because we see you in them. We thank you, Jesus. And as we get into our reflection for today, we reflect on the fifth spiritual law, the law of future harvest. And this is an important one for our prayer life now. The law of future harvest understands that the seed of revelation enters the future and waits for us to arrive there. That seed that you pray can enter the future and wait for you to arrive there and then be fulfilled. And one day Christ demonstrated this law when he cursed the fig tree. We see that in Mark 11. Mark 11 was 13, 14. Where Jesus spoke to the fig tree and he said, No man shall eat the fruit of thee hereafter. He cursed that fig tree. And the disciples heard it. And they were amazed. Here is Christ talking to a tree. Can a tree be spoken to? And they said nothing and saw nothing at that time. But the next day, they did. Peter saw that the fig tree had withered up from the roots. Now Jesus was not teaching them how to curse fig trees. But spiritually was giving them an example of how it could be used in prayer. It was an application of the first four laws that we have reflected on this week. Plus now the fifth one. The lesson was... The word of God released, did what it was sent to do. But notice the results of that seed. When he spoke it there, it was waiting in the future for the disciples to pass by in order to perform its function. Mark 11 verse 20, 21 says, In the morning, as they passed by, they saw that the fig tree had dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, It goes, said unto him that it has withered. So this seed goes and it waits for us in the future. And when we reach that point in time, in the future, then that seed gets activated. 
a lot of times we are only praying over our present or our children's present the here and the now the challenges that we currently face it is also important for us to pray and it's often only we see that parents pray for the better future of their children but anyone and everyone can pray a seed into the future by remembering this law that it goes and it waits for you you can pray for something that you should be receiving 5 years down the line 3 years down the line financial strength maturity of your investments the kind of salary that you would want to receive as you progress through your career without even plotting right now what that career path may be you can speak it in advance and it goes and it waits for you you sow that seed of your word you can speak over your exams that will take place at the end of the year you speak over a pregnancy for the outcome after 9 months you speak over your jobs you speak over your finances your future relationships your children's future everything that you are looking for and you speak in your prayer is also looking for you now this is the important part it is also looking for you and if it does not meet that version of you that is ready to receive that outcome of the seed you have sown there it will come back it will not fulfill itself so we could pray about achieving the salary of a senior manager or a director but if we have done nothing during the course between now until our journey to that point if we have done nothing to achieve the qualifications skills and capabilities of that senior manager or director then the seed that you have sown today will find a mismatch in the person that it sees there and it will go back so it's important for us to take the necessary action that's the action of faith after you have spoken it follow through but for this law right now you are able to speak and sow that seed into the future and it can go there and wait for you that anointed word that you release father in the name of jesus i pray that we understand this law of future harvest that we can declare our harvest right now for something that is due to happen days months or even years down the line so that when we declare that into our future harvest when the time comes that harvest must manifest itself in the name of jesus i ask for that spiritual edification lord that we are able to use it as spiritual intelligence in our own circumstances and we speak over our lives and the lives of our dear ones our family as well as the lives of those that we intercede for those that we pray for that we may bear this in mind i ask for that spiritual edification in the spirit lord and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those 
of our families and our friends, our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized, those that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all those families that are battling separation and division. Yesterday we went through those five key demonic assignments that they will normally use. Any of those assignments that we see through our discernment in these lives, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over every member of every family that we are praying for, as well as every member of the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group and their families. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your word, Lord. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about us and to protect and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from pilfering, from theft, from, from hijacking, from accidents, from terrorism and from any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives as well that are limited in any way, that are yoked to the ground under any kind of bondage. That they, we pray, Lord, that every chain over their life be broken. We declare, seated in the authority with our Christ, high above every principality and power, in heavenly places in his throne, that every such chain or yoke over their lives be broken. And we ask for your anointing to touch them, Lord, for where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. And it is your grace that brings abundance. In a special way, we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of financial challenges. Those that are stuck in their jobs, where there is no growth and no progress, that are seeking new opportunities. For all those for whom these opportunities have been eluding them all this time. That the power of that anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit, we force open the doors of their destiny that have been kept shut. Every spirit of wickedness that sits on that destiny, the gates of that destiny, forcing them shut, we curse and we rebuke those spirits and we cast them out of those doors. Every door that refuses to open, we break it down by the power of the same spirit. That it can never be shut again. We plead the blood of Jesus over their lives, Lord, for all the failures, for all the shortcomings. So that they no longer come under the curse of the law that seeks to devour everything in their finances. And keep them poor, busy and powerless. And under the power of the accuser. But through the blood of Jesus, they can walk straight through. With that hedge of protection, the walls of water, but spiritually now the walls of his blood, to the left and to the right, as they walk on dry ground. And every such problem in their lives, we drowned in that sea, the Red Sea of his blood. He draws them into it. Where every mechanism they used to get to your people, Lord, their chariots, their horses, 
be drowned. Let your people be freed. We pray, Father. We plead the advocacy of Jesus in their case as we place them between the horns of the tabernacle and we call on your mercy, O King. We authorize you on their behalf to take charge over their lives and to intervene in their circumstance. For who the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. We pray also, Father, for our ministries so that as each of us step out of our gate, draw men unto this ministry and to everyone that carries your gospel and your word. Draw men to hear the good news of redemption. We have seen in your word, Lord, in John 6, verse 44, that no man can come to the kingdom except you draw them. Therefore, anywhere those souls may be, draw them unto me. Draw them unto all those that carry this ministry on their shoulder to take, take on the responsibility of carrying your word, your gospel to your people. So that as we step out, Lord, use us for your glory. We pray also for all those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name and be delivered. That they might not end up in shame and in outer darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of faith. But might be brought into your kingdom, into your light where there is peace and where there is joy and abundance. We pray also for our own personal needs. Father, we thank you that you have heard us and that you always hear us when we release our faith and we make this our prayer of agreement. And when we release that prayer, Lord, you undertake to carry out and bring to manifestation all that we have asked for in that prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith, unmute your mic as an action of faith and speak it out. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us be bold and not feel that shame. Let us now join our spirits with his and with each other to be one spirit and release our prayer of faith in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanda <laughs> <laughs> 
Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture being given today is from Galatians 4, 27 and 28. For it is written, Rejoice, O barren one who does not bear, Break forth and shout, you who are not with labour pains. For the desolate has more children than she who has a husband. Now we, brethren, like Isaac, are children of promise. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you note, this verse has come now the second time during this week. There is something the Lord is trying to tell us there.
Is there anyone else that has a reflection they want to share or any message that they're receiving from the Lord? Father, we thank you that you speak to us. That you give us your message, your word. We ask for the understanding, Lord. That we are able to pick up this revelation to see what it means for our lives. And how are we to apply it in our prayer. So that when we speak, despite all the barrenness, despite all the emptiness, despite all the negative reports... You are calling on us to have our faith and hold on to it. That we shall reap a harvest a hundredfold. When we believe that we have received and we do not change our confession. We thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us that chases and overtakes us when in accordance with Deuteronomy 28, we hearken to his voice and we do what it says when we obey him. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Jesus.